Hi, this is Adrian Sala, founder of Wikisleep. As many of you know, the Wikisleep app is now available for both Apple and Android devices. And I recently updated it, adding some fun features like autoplay for the next episode, sequential play of your favorite episode and a timer so that you can set it and forget it while you drift off to sleep. I wanted to mention that I am removing ads from the podcast because I know how disruptive they are. My sincere hope is that you'll go to the app and try it out, where I believe the experience is just better. And as part of that, though, over the next coming weeks, I'll be changing the episodes on the podcast to be closer to previews of full episodes, about six or seven minutes each. If you'd like to hear this and every other episode in its entirety, they're available on the app, and you can access that by visiting wikisleep.com. It's simple to download and get started, and there's a free trial so you can test it out at no cost today. Anyway, I encourage you to get the app, and in the meantime, I hope you get some rest and enjoy this episode. Good evening. You're listening to Wikisleep, and I'm Adrian Sala. Tonight, I'm going to read to you about the creation of Thor's hammer from the legends of Norseland. As we begin, I suggest getting comfortable in whatever way you can. Taking a long, deep breath. Filling all the way up and then letting it all the way out. And settling in to listen to this Norse myth in which we learn about the creation of Thor's hammer. It was way down in the underground cave and beneath the roaring waters of the rivers and deep in the hearts of the mountains that the dwarf workmen dwelt and worked their smithies and spun their gold and brass. Make me a crown of gold for Sif, the wife of Thor, snarled Loki, bursting in upon the workshop of the dwarves. The dwarves were ugly little creatures, with crooked legs and crooked backs. Their eyes were black, wicked little beads of eyes, and their hearts were malicious and sometimes cruel. But they were willing and ready to serve the gods, and so, at even this ill-natured command from Loki, they set themselves to work. 
The coals burned and blazed. The forges puffed and blew. The little workmen molded and turned and spun their gold. Hardly had the sun god lifted his head above the castles of the frost giants. Hardly had his light fallen upon the rich colors of the rainbow bridge. When Loki came forth from the underground caves, the shining crown in his hand. Quickly, he rose high in the air and stood before the gates of the city. Have you brought the crown, thundered Thor, from within the gates? I have brought the crown, answered Loki in triumph. And more than that, added he, when the gates had been opened to him, I have brought gifts. And more than that, added he, when the gates had been opened to him, I have brought his gifts from the dwarves. A ship that will sail on land or sea, and a spear that never fails. Oh, there are no such workmen among any dwarves as these who made the spear, the ship, and the crown. You boast of what you do not know, croaked Brock, a little dwarf who stood nearby. Who says I do not know, cried Loki, turning sharply. I say you do not know, croaked the little dwarf again, his bead-like eyes snapping angrily, his whole crooked frame quivering with rage. I have a brother, a workman in brass and gold, who can make gifts more pleasing to the gods than any you have brought. Loki looked down upon the little dwarf with scorn. Go to your brother, he sneered, and bring to us the wonderful things you think he can make. Bring us one gift more wonderful than these I have, or more acceptable to Odin and Thor, and I will give your brother my head to pay him for his efforts. Then Loki roared with laughter, believing that he had made a rare, rich joke. Hardly had the roars of laughter died away when Brock, riding down the rainbow bridge with a swiftness equaled only by the lightning, sprang into Midgard and was making his way toward the great mountain, beneath which worked the forges of his brother the master workman, Sindri. Someone cometh, said the dwarfs, pausing in their work to listen, their busy hammers in midair. Fear not, answered Brock, his harsh voice echoing down the great halls. It is I, Brock, and I come to demand of you that now, if never again, you do your best. 
for Loki boasts to the gods of Asgard that no dwarves in all the caverns of the underworld can make one gift more wonderful or more acceptable to Odin than those he brings. A crown of gold, a ship that will sail on land or sea, and a spear that never fails. A terrible roar burst forth from the hosts of angry dwarfs. We will see, they thundered, and seizing their hammers they set to work. The great forges blazed, the sparks flew, the smoke poured forth from the mountaintop. Loki, looking out from the shining city, trembled. Well did he know the workmanship of these dwarves of Brock, and well did he know how rash had been his scornful promise to the angry little dwarf. We will make a hammer for Thor, said Sindri, the greatest among the workmen in this underworld. A hammer that, when thrown from his mighty hand, shall ring through all the heavens. A trail of fire shall follow it. Its aim shall never fail, and it shall carry death and destruction wherever it falls. If you're enjoying this wiki sleep story and would like to hear it in its entirety, Full episodes are available on the Wikisleep app, where there is so much more to help you get to sleep. Simply visit the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and search Wikisleep. Or visit wikisleep.com, where there are simple links to the app. We're not a regular sleep app. We're a cool sleep app. Affordable, fun, and endlessly interesting.